this is Allie, and you're listening to another episode of the Leading Rain Podcast. Every week, Noah and I dive into some aspect of the horse industry. We don't shy away from difficult topics, and we love to share all the feel-good stories. We want you to show up to this and laugh a little, but learn a lot. We're so excited to share this with you, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Leading Rain. Uh, we kind of debated actually not doing an episode because this is going to go live on Thanksgiving, but we decided it was important, and we just want to... I'm on with Noah today, so I guess I should say that before I start talking too much. Yeah, yeah, we we debated that, like Ali said, and it's just important to to be thankful and acknowledge what you're thankful for, and so we we thought it'd be good to jump on here and, and kind of talk through some things with you guys. Yeah, so I mean, I think first of all, we both like to say, and from the whole team on our side, we're just very grateful for you guys, for our listeners, and those of you who engage with us, and and share our stories and all of that. Um, We're really excited to be kind of coming into the next chapter of our journey. And so we're stoked to get to share more information on that soon with you guys. But just, yeah, like Noah said, just super grateful kind of for where we have been. It's been an interesting path to get us here, but we have some really exciting things coming up. So we wanted to get that in And we also wanted to say, you know, there's a lot of things to be thankful for um, this time of year, especially, you know, with, I think, the team it takes and the horses. And another thing to be (laughs) (laughs) going off of some questions, a lot of questions around a particular topic we've gotten lately. It's very, uh, we're all thankful. Anybody with horses is thankful for good footing. And we've gotten a lot of questions about what we recommend or what we would, uh, what we even have here on our own place in Southern Oregon in terms of footing and arenas and how to put those in. And that really ranges. That's a touchy subject. A lot of people have different opinions on that, but the biggest thing I can start off with when I answer that question is leverage a specialist or somebody in your area that knows your area specifically it really changes, especially when you get into doing outdoor arenas, the amount of rainfall you're getting, or if it's snow, or if it's very dry, in terms of drainage, what you need, what the soil makeup is, all of that stuff is really important to understand and to know before you go to put an arena in. But regardless of, you know, we've had a few people ask questions about wanting to do, you know, maybe an outdoor arena and then eventually cover it. Biggest thing is drainage. You got to have good drainage because uh, everybody knows if you're in anywhere with a somewhat wet climate, one good rainfall and you're out of commission and you might as well just go ride outside the arena. It's probably drier that way. So in terms of the footing, the different depths and what kind of base you're going to put in, you need to figure out what you're doing, whether you're going to be jumping on it, maybe working some cows, maybe you just want a good place to have a good good soft place to ride your horse around that doesn't have any rocks or potholes, but you just need to figure out what you're doing on it. And then from there, whether you're going to cover it or it's going to be an outdoor. And like I said, just try and get, get a good uh, expert in there to look at it and guide you because it's not cheap. It's not cheap when you break ground and start putting in good, good uh, drainage and a good base and haul in a bunch of footing. 
So you want to do it right. And really to get it right, you need somebody who can look at the ground and tell you what it is that you need to do. Yeah, I think a couple of things to add on to that to bring it together. The big points is, like you said, the base and the, the drainage. And if you do have, I know a lot of specialists do say if you have the ability to do more than one arena, sometimes it can be ideal to do different footings just so your horse can have a little bit different terrain on that. And then, you know, as far as outdoor arenas go, we've had a lot of questions on size. And, you know, I mean, I think across the board, the bigger, the better, but it's really just your limitations in terms of facilities and, and what's available to you and your desired you know, disciplines or what your, your goals are for doing in that arena. And, and I think with indoors, it just comes down to cost, you know, usually the wider you go, the more expensive it is. So it's just kind of working with your budget and and your your ultimate goals. But we thought it would be much easier to just come on and kind of answer general questions, <laughs> um, just give you guys a little overview instead of, um, yeah, kind of responding to all the single ones that, that come through. So we hope that helps you a little bit just in terms of navigating it. And I will say, you know, you can budget it, but don't shortcut it. It's a very big undertaking and it's in a very expensive. And do it, do it once and you'll be happy with it. And when it, like Allie was saying, when it comes to the size of the arena, my answer is always as big as you can possibly go. And uh, you'll never regret having the, you'll never say, you know what? I built this arena just way too big. This is way too much room to ride around in. You'll never say that. But there may come a time when you're like, yeah, I tried to save a little money. It's a little tight. I wish it would have gone bigger. So just keep that in mind when you're, when you're going about that process. We'll throw, we'll throw this information in some stories or something. We'll also talk about fencing because I think that's something we don't really want to get into right here. But yeah, fencing is another thing that I think we probably have stronger opinions on versus just the size of arenas. But just to circle back around, we think it's really, well, we know it's really important this time of year. We get so, I mean, especially us, our businesses here get so busy throughout the year. And I've noticed a lot of people are this way where you've just kind of been going, going, going. And now I know everyone said, what happened to October and November? And you just kind of end up in the middle of the holidays and to just, you know, take a minute and of course, thank your team and these awesome animals that we get to live our lives with and, and partner with. But also, I think take a moment and just appreciate the effort that you put in as an individual because, you know, that says that says a lot. So it's a, a good time to spread that. And we definitely feel very blessed to have all the engagement with you guys that we have had. And we are really looking forward to sharing more with you, a lot more with you as we wrap this year up, get through the holidays and we start next year. We've got a lot of exciting stuff and yeah, we're blessed but, to have you guys with us. So before we sign off here, we just wanted to share in, in um, honor of a small business Saturday, of course, Black Friday, everybody, everybody goes wild on Black Friday, but small business Saturday. So we have a couple of businesses that we just love to use. We're not endorsed. We don't make a commission. This is nothing other than we know these people, we've used the products, and we, we, we use them all the time. So I love, as you guys have seen, we both love Frecker's Saddlery. We love everything they do. They're awesome people. Um, we'll link all these um, in, the, in the notes here, but Frecker's Saddlery. If you're out on the West Coast, I love Gallops, Gallop Saddlery. It's based in Portland. Um, they're awesome, awesome people up there, and it's a great English English shop. 
Do you have a couple, Noah? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Jeremiah Watt Productions in terms of if you're looking for something maybe along the lines of a bit or spurs or something, some conchos maybe, some silver stuff, you could definitely look there. You could also look at Tom Balding Bits and Spurs. Both of those spots are really great to look at. There's a lot more than just Bits and Spurs. Uh, you'll get <laughs> you'll get lost going going through their websites. Um, really cool stuff. And then also Big Sky Mohair Cinches out of Bozeman. Uh, I use those a ton, and you can pay, you can customize those and order them. They're great. Uh, highly recommend checking that out. I think you can find her on Facebook. So. Anyways, yeah, there's there's endless amounts of cool little spots to check out and, and order your stuff from, especially going into Christmas, buying some gifts. These are some good spots to, uh, to order your gifts from for people. Yeah, support your small businesses locally, and I think everyone here has online. We'll link these in the notes, and we're grateful for you guys, and we hope you have an awesome Thanksgiving. So we'll catch you guys in a couple of weeks on the next episode. Happy holidays, you guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Leading Rain. We hope you loved it, and we can't wait for you to hear next week's episode. But until then, happy trails.